0: Hello everyone and welcome to Sword of My Podcast. My name is Vincent Herman, Vin the Human, sitting to my left. Travis Neil Herman, Dr. T. Neal. And Odal Alpha Specter, will not be joining us uh, this week. Luckily enough, that means the plan is working. <laughs> the, the Herman takeover plan of the Sword of My Podcast. We got this. rid of Bob. We got rid of Bob. <laughs> we slowly, slowly working Odal. out. <laughs> <laughs> No, no not at all this goes all the way back to the chelsea days <laughs> yes. it's like a plan that's been here since the beginning you think bob had the idea for this podcast do You think gave bob the idea for the podcast we'll we'll let him join but there's always background drama networking of us well we had to, 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 to get, get rid of, of them. them we had to make it legit yeah gotta look <laughs> like they you know we tried Guys, like sort of my brand and our nerd news page, sort of my comics on Facebook. Uh, you can follow sort of my podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us on our various social medias, which you can find down in the description below. And you're listening to this somewhere: SoundCloud, iTunes. Doesn't matter. Rate, review, comment, whatever you think. Join in on the conversation. If you have an opinion about something we talk about or uh, you want to add on to something we talk about, maybe someday we'll have enough to, like, do an actual show about your comments, about you guys. So, maybe maybe a little Skype action with a fan or something, you know.
1: Right. Get them involved. Right.
0: Like, I, I want to get enough people to go. And, like, maybe we, we do, like, a call-in show where – Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, with people on Skype where we just discuss, like, nerd topics – on Skype. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be really cool, but uh, we got to get you guys involved first, you know? we got to get you guys... What? If not, we'll end <laughs> up uh, We'll end up going to uh, Chat Roulette and bringing in some random I, people. Oh, my God, yeah. No, we did talk about that yeah. once, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that still sounds fun either way. It's... Chat Roulette or Omega will just bring in I mean... random people to be on
1: the show. <laughs>
0: that wouldn't be the worst way to advertise. I was like, yeah. <laughs> People subscribe to anything just to get back to masturbating. Yeah, I, I, oh. <laughs> so. I didn't do that, but I did uh, advertise yeah. the sort of my comic
1: shop on uh, Omega a lot. Got got yeah. a few directions there.
0: Yeah, I, uh, the, we were real good at, at like honestly. I haven't put a whole shit ton of effort into advertising this thing online because with sort of my comics, I was going uh, I was going to like Reddit. I was oh, yeah. uh, I was doing a lot of different social media advertising. I was getting you to do stuff and everything. It was like there was this whole campaign, and like that's what I yeah. I give the shops uh, real power to. Like the way we got known pretty quickly was because of that ad campaign. Because otherwise, yeah. we started out we were just a tiny little booth in the back and, yeah. like, of this. Uh, what what uh, thrift store? An uh, outlet yeah. mall? I like I don't know what you, you call it, but yeah, it was basically like a little outlet that had like just a bunch a ton of, of vendors. Yeah, yeah, tons of vendors and booths and shit. It wasn't exactly a flea market. We rocked that, like that ten by ten booth, bro. Oh man, we well we <laughs> had a ten by ten booth, then we moved, <laughs> uh, then we had two booths because we got the other one that was in that corner. Oh, yeah, yeah, we weren't even just in the back; we were in the corner in the back.
1: We're on both we're, sides of the store, right? Both ends.
0: Fuck like it. It was it was pretty pretty gnarly the way we started out, and uh, we we grew out from there. But uh, the other thing was we had good service. We had uh, knowledgeable people. I made yeah. sure to bring in people who knew what they were talking about, and the people who didn't uh, ended up leaving because they couldn't. You know, couldn't help anyone with anything. Can't take Uh, paint, you know. We had a (laughs) a comprehensive inventory. Uh, Every single book was cataloged. We could help you find anything we had in the store. So, yeah, like, that was just the shit that I wanted from local comic shops that we weren't getting. So, So did you, uh, I've got it pulled up here. Pokemon is uh, actually giving away... Uh, for sun and moon, this Pokemon called Marshadow, and I haven't made it far enough in the sun to, to know what the hell this thing is, but it looks pretty cute. Ooh. Shadow marshadow Yeah, it, it looks like, well, it looks like a little, little ghost thing. What was that one? Adorable ghost Miss, thing. Misgrievous or something? Misgrievous. Yeah, yeah, it kind of looks like a baby Misgrievous, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, it really does. Uh,
0: I think that's how you say that Pokemon's name. Anyways, they're going to start giving this thing away in October uh, on the 9th, and I'm not exactly sure when that ends. Uh, I could click the link here, but I'm not. Go through all that right now. You, anyways, I want to talk to to you, Trent, because we uh, we grew up with Pokemon. Oh uh, yeah, especially the, the games. I think I grew up more with the show than you did because you were like you were a tyke. Yeah, I um, didn't really but, watch the show. Watch um, uh, in general. But, yeah, we did the <laughs> we did the games like crazy, and uh, so I wanted to open this up to a little discussion. About, like, what was, what are some of your favorite uh, Pokemon memories?
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, um... like
0: playing the games and just like. Shit we got involved with that involved Pokemon. Some of my, like, maybe,
1: like, my top three memories uh, with Pokemon would be getting my first Game Boy Color, I think, with the Game Boy game.
0: Did you have a Game Boy uh, Color or did you have the Advance? I think your first one was the Advance, right? The white one? Mm, I feel like I had a
1: teal Game Boy Color.
0: No, that was Game Boy Pocket. No, yeah. I I found a
1: Game Boy Pocket once, and it had red oh, version okay. in it. Okay, no, that's <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, like I'm
0: getting my Pokemon memories mixed up.
1: <laughs> so, there's so many. The no, Pokemon I put oh, you in your place. <laughs> uh,
0: no, I think you are correct. Um, a teal. Think, did Miranda have a teal one too? Yeah, I think. Yeah, we both you had the both same had color. the same one, and I had the lime green one. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, and I, uh, I can't think, remember. I think I got silver version with. You that. got silver. I got gold. and that that's kind of how we did things from from moving there forward all the way up like you had uh sapphire i had ruby yeah um but i mean i didn't
1: like i did end up playing uh i back played really i went back and i played uh blue and red
0: some of them older
1: ones yeah one of my one of my other favorite memories is once we got a game shark uh got out a uh, yellow version and taught Pikachu surf. Yeah, and yeah. And it unlock the uh, Pikachu surfing mini game
0: it was already there in the game. The only way, yeah, and the only other way you could really unlock that was like a Nintendo event, I think, that was that went on for a little while there. And you, you'd go to this event and they would unlock this oh, yeah. thing for you or something. Um, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's how that worked. Yeah. Because uh, that yeah. was the only could way you be. could get Mew in red and blue Ooh. for a while there. I know two other good memories. Uh, okay, I'm
1: gonna have to start with a. Uh, okay, three. Obviously, I found the uh, uh, Game Boy Pocket with red version. Was that the it,
0: green Game Boy Pocket? It was a red one,
1: okay. and the kid eventually uh, saw me playing it and asked for it back. I was like, "Oh, I, I had no idea I found it." <laughs> to be honest, so could not have been even been his, you know. Yeah. And just passed on, but uh, my second one would have to be when I found um uh pikachu a uh, pocket pikachu under the bleachers oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. I, I played the pocket pikachu under uh under the bleachers no uh, i found it there <laughs> and i played it for like uh about a year i think maybe before the battery life went out yeah. on there or something but i also just recently uh found out like a couple things about it i think me and you were sitting on the porch
0: yeah yeah we were talking about this like and... A month ago. <laughs> you can do, like,
1: maybe, like, a hundred different uh, actions to Pikachu, like, either talking or moving. And yeah. it basically only turns out in about five different responses from Pikachu. But <laughs> right. it was still awesome to have. My next one would have to be uh, the time
0: we went to Toys R Us for the uh, Pokemon trading card event. Yes. Uh, this was uh, this was an actual sanctioned tournament that was happening yeah. in, uh, in the hall of a mall. Like, it wasn't even, like... I remember, because this wasn't even in one of the the mall booths or or any sort of auditorium or anything. It was mm-hmm. just in, in the mall's walkway with a bunch no, of wow. tables set up. I remember that. I remember... Yeah. Uh, and you'd get you get the stamps for winning battles yeah. and shit. Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, you had to get so many battles, and then you got a badge. Yeah. And uh, I think I went all the way up to, like, four badges, and that's, like, fucking
0: 40 battles, it seems I like. got like only one won?
1: Something like that. We also got... Um, well, I don't even remember if I even knew how to play the game correctly at the time. It seemed like it changed a couple times on me. Like,
0: no, you're not supposed oh, to be do. able to do this. I and... mean, they do that, yeah. Especially yeah, tournament play and shit, yeah. One of the reasons I <laughs> stopped playing any card game, really, is because I got tired of the the bullshit. Like, I got tired of, like, I have this card that I got out of a pack and, mm-hmm. like, perfect for my deck and shit. It's not even, like, a crazy overpowered card, but I can't use it because now it's banned and, like... People pull card, this shit yeah. out on me in just personal play. Like, just me and a dude sitting here playing. No, fuck you, man. I, I can't. I paid it. money for the fucking <laughs> card. I'm going to use the fucking car. We're not in a tournament. You can eat a fat bag of shit. Oh, yeah. So, people we, who flip tables and shit? Nah, oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, people get pissed off over a tournament
1: game, um, man. At that same tournament, though, we uh got the... I can't remember. Was it Beckett? Uh, Trading card uh, magazine or something and we got it yeah. we got a birthday Pikachu card
0: oh yeah that's where got I got birthday Pikachu. birthday Pikachu I forgot where I got birthday Pikachu like I remember going to this tournament cause this is like the only tournament we went to as kids yeah so, I remember the tournament and stuff, but I forgot all about, like, getting the special Beckett and the yeah. birthday. Fuck, it's I, don't like who, uh, yeah, I don't have that. like everybody who
1: attended got it. Yeah, uh, I don't
0: have that magazine anymore, but I still have that card. Right. Yeah. It was awesome. What uh, think... about
1: some of my favorite memories from Yeah.
0: It. I think some of mine, do you remember my Charizard? The yeah, Charizard. this this is an inspirational story, <laughs> yeah. guys. You better okay. listen up. So, this is uh this is <laughs> something I've carried on through every game, but back during the original games, Red and Blue, where each one of us had one for whatever reason, one of our friends learned how to clone Pokemon with that risky like trade system like where you had to shut off the game real quick oh, and yeah. then you got multiple of them. So, he hooked pop. yeah, he hooked me and uh, our other friend named Travis up with this Charizard who was level 100 and I guess this guy had learned a little bit about EV training like nowadays oh, yeah. this wouldn't be the greatest charizard in the world but this was a badass charizard man like you, you couldn't beat it's this stats. dude and when we got him you couldn't beat ours so mm-hmm. yeah so that 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 stuck with me and this Charizard's name was galactus yeah and I loved it. I loved it so much. Like, it's not an applicable name whatsoever, given what Galactus actually is. But it was so cool. And um, so I never really let that go. I actually had that Charizard, that specific Charizard, up through a few games. Yeah, you traded him up to the next game. Yeah, I traded him, I think, all the way up to Crystal. And then years later, I finally pick up my Crystal because it occurred to me i'm like wow I'm so many other games in the future to, like start passing that one through I Get want that one back, yeah. so i went to turn on the game and it had, it had reset itself the battery oh. the internal battery had died and all those pokemon were gone and the same thing had happened i had um i had this other pokemon named umbreon and his name was dark cat which <laughs> super original name <laughs> and uh, pro, uh you know gary oak style it uh evolved them during the day, so you know whatever. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, no, I did not. You can't do that in the game. <laughs> Anyways, so that was another one that got deleted through times because that one was uh, another one I was gonna go back and get because it was on my gold version, my oh, original yeah. gold version, and that one had reset itself too, like. 700, 700, 800 plus hours of fucking gameplay on this goddamn thing. All these Pokemon that I come to know and love. Because really, that's one of the things like, for me about Pokemon is I actually bond with some of my Pokemon. Yeah. I, I spend did. a lot of time with them, man. They're important to me. Had that uh, Galactus for a long time. And oh, now yeah. Him and Dark Cat are just lost inside cyberspace. Uh, well, I mean, their memory <laughs> lives on because I do have... A new, I do have two 2.0s that uh that I've been working with for a while and uh, every now and again like i'll I'll revive another one or something but uh yeah i I never gave up on them that's that's <laughs> for sure they're like I had my morning period and then I was like it's time to start so reignite out. the legacy. You
1: started connecting Game Boy colors and advances <laughs> to a computer, and you're like, "I'm gonna find you, Galactus, yeah,
0: right. out in cyberspace." Uh, I like to think that the memory is still there, like somehow, like deep coded into the fucking game and stuff. But I'll, like, I'll never know. Come to me one day, you're like, "I'm going to the data world." You suck into, suck into the, the game's the Tron situation. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find my Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> if all. Yeah, if only. Uh but there was uh there was another memory that I had actually recently, because I acquired a copy of Blue that actually still saves data. It was like room is barely ever played. Uh and I kinda just lucked into it. I made it my mission. I was like, the one thing I'm gonna fucking do on this game, other than play it again, I'm gonna get Mew. Cause I know I knew there was a legit way to get Mew that people could do without like cheat codes and shit. Yeah. But it is kinda like glitching the game. You have to kind of glitch the game to do it. Find out where he's gonna be at. Well no, there's a specific pattern yeah. of things that you have to do and people that you have to talk to which mm. prompt codes in the game which allow for certain Pokemon to be to be found. So That's all you're just nudging the code to do what Yeah, you exactly. You're do. just working the code in in your favor. Uh, but it's very specific, and it took, me, it took me a minute to get it right. But when I finally did, I caught it, and I fucking, I, and this was recent. Like, I was doing this out in the parking lot of work. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is while I was still uh, in the carpool, and I had like an hour <laughs> and a half before work to just sit in my car. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to get Mew. So, yeah, it was a big, big fucking deal for me because after 20 fucking years, and that's what I did in honor of the 20th anniversary was I got Mew on Blue.
1: That's pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, I was like, uh, after twenty years, I finally got Mew on Pokemon Blue, one of the original games, and I I couldn't have been happier with that.
1: I can't say I ever. Uh, I don't think I ever caught Mew or Mewtwo. I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> it's been a long time. Since um, you had it. to have gotten uh, uh, if you played Mewtwo's Silver. Part of the story, right? Or... well, if you played Silver to its fullest, you can get Mewtwo. Oh. Because yeah. you because that was the first one you could go to multiple regions because yeah. you're you're in johto first <clears throat> and you do the johto lead the second gen area and, and then you can, you can yeah then you can hop over and go to kanto because they were connected and then you can do all of those badges and then eventually get yourself into uh, i can't remember the name of the cave right now off the top of my head but the the cave with all the higher level pokemon eventually get mewtwo hmm. so yeah you have you've had to have gotten Mewtwo legit I know I've definitely caught the legendaries that are, like, basically there for you. Ho-Oh
1: yeah. and Lugia. I've got the Red Gyarados. Everybody's <laughs> got the Red Gyarados. Ah, I got, got a lot of the
0: Red Gyarados, man.
1: Which they've cut carried over Shinies
0: into Pokemon Go. Another thing I want to get into here before we, uh, we get into comics, that it is actually, well, it is not anymore, but uh, it was Letter Appreciation Day on September 1st. And if you're not aware what that means, uh, letterers are the guys who do the letters for the comic books. They're the ones who do the speech bubbles and shit. Yeah. And obviously a comic book's not a comic book without the reading as well. Although, Although
1: there are plenty of Godzilla comics where there's not
0: one speech bubble. Because- really? Well, wow, he doesn't talk. I didn't know that Godzilla doesn't. Yeah, talk. but other people talk. Sometimes like, he does. He goes you to, would have figured there'd have been a narrator. Godzilla or
1: goes to hell at one point. And yeah, I know that. <laughs> I,
0: I saw that on the shelves at one time. I really yeah. should have read it. I read but some obscure ones. <laughs> these guys, these guys don't get enough credit because you know it's like we're all paying attention to the art and the writing and shit, but we never really yeah. notice. Like we never really appreciate the fact that Gwenpool's speech bubble is pink.
1: Or, oh,
0: yeah. you know, when Ghost Rider talks, it's, like, kind of a flamed speech bubble with, like, uh, etched-type letters. Oh. Or when the Joker talks, it's very, like, manic-type lettering and shit. Uh, you know, we never really jerk off the letters too much. And... Uh, it's good that they're they're finally getting a day. This is the this is the first one for them. This is the first annual. Hopefully, we'll see more of them. It won't just be a one shot thing. All right. But yeah. So yeah. the next comic you pick up, go ahead and take an extra second to appreciate the work of the letterer. And I'm a sucker for good font myself sometimes. And maybe maybe post it on social media, tag them in it. Like, I'm sure they would get a fucking kick out of that. They'd be like, holy shit, people are tweeting me about the fucking letters I put in a goddamn cartoon book. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so yeah, uh, show some love to your letters. And with that, we're going to get into comic books. Now, mm. uh, trap, do you want to go first on this? You wonder, yeah, yeah, I can't. I went out first last time, so yeah. And this uh, this will be your first time I taking can, this out. I can diggity do this. So all right, Jeff, what are you reading?
1: First book I'm going to talk about. Uh, I think I did the unbelievable Gwenpool number eighteen last time, which would have yep. been like two podcasts ago or something because I wasn't here for the last one. I don't think.
0: No. Yeah.
1: And uh, the letter is VC's Clayton Howell's. Ah, <laughs> there you, you go. Know, with Hastings as the writer, and the last one. Gwen finally got her memory back, and she's telling Teddy that, "Hey, we never left the comic universe." And she splits the whole background in half. Yeah, uh, and no, Teddy no, no. can see
0: it too. She rips open the panel. I guess, like,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah I guess it would still be a panel because they're still in the comic or universe. The page. I don't know. Like, yeah. however,
0: like it, that, that is the thing about this story. Is it's it's kind of complicated to talk about because we're dealing with the The next level of fourth wall break. Yeah, like, that's her power. A, this is far beyond <laughs> dare, or uh, Deadpool. Yeah, like, so
1: so she uh she rips open the the panel, the whole page, and she's like, "We got to get through here before uh, the scene changes. You know, for yeah. uh, it's not right anymore. We got to get through there." As soon as they get back out into the comic universe, the future squad, as she likes to call them, is standing there, and it's uh, Miles Morales, Terrible Eye, and. Uh, the Doombot—I can't remember his name. They're still hot on her trail, and uh, wanted to stop her because eventually, in the future, she becomes uh, like abusive of her her powers, which to her them are like time bending, quantum, reality breaking yeah. powers. To her, it's just like you know, plaything. It's a book to her. You know, she, they're all characters to her. And uh, I mean, it even gets to the part to where they're chasing her, and uh, they're shooting webs and. Uh, static you know some magic at her yeah and they can't hit her and they're like why can't we hit her and they're like well she perceives us as the background character she's the main character so she can't get hit in her mind (laughs) so she makes it possible to not get hit uh, in general but they're trying to explain to her uh as soon as she gets out of the pocket universe that they were in that you know they're explaining to her how bad she gets and she decides to run off so terrible eye freezes her as soon as she tries so, they're still sitting there trying to plot a way to stop her from becoming this person in the future. They're like, well, we can just erase her memory again and trap her in another pocket universe. And uh, Miles Morales is basically getting like, he's not saying anything. You can tell he's like kind of just like not on board with their ideas. He's starting to put together that he's basically just going to have to take matters on his own, you know. So, he, he sweeps off with Gwenpool and he uh, ties her to a tree. And starts telling her, like, what happened to him specifically.
0: Some he he, the, he straight guys. up tells her, and I love this, where he's upside down and he's he's pissed. He's like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, but first, I need you to
1: understand why. <laughs> and he takes off his mask and he's older than what she would think because it's an older
0: uh, She is. She, she man Uh Barack Obama. Yeah, right? she does. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, you look like the after picture of someone who just exited presidency. <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh. Well, he goes on to tell, like, what happens to uh, him. Uh, apparently, in the future, Gwen Gwenpool unmasks him right in front of the public. Everybody's taking pictures. Well, it ruins his life, life in a way. Creates a giant uh, war between superheroes from her, uh, like, unmasking a bunch of other people, mm. telling their deepest, darkest secrets. She knows everything about them because she's read the books. So, it, like, creates a giant war between all the heroes. Civil War and, three. Yeah right.
0: Probably. <laughs> Fuck and, when um, we'll start Civil War three, uh, sure. I can
1: see that. But like she can see as he's telling the story, she can see the flashbacks happening behind him. You know, so she knows exact like the people in it. She knows what future Gwen looks like. She knows what the war looks like. But as he's talking, she you knows she she starts honing in on this uh, backstory. Then somebody comes out. And you're just going to
0: have to read Gwenpool number 19 to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. And trust it's, me. it is. If you're a fan of the series, which uh, which I am, I'm dropping a lot of Marvel books here very, very soon. Actually, after this, I'm going on to uh, to look over my pool and I'm going to drop some books. But this is not going to be one of them. This has been fun from the very beginning. Yeah, it's
1: pretty wild. Uh, I Oh,
0: yeah. You've got to leave with great. the... the, the Beginning books from zero up, so yeah. you can enjoy. It. I think I need to read about for 10 a year, man. You started 12. with her getting superpowers. Like for a year, man. This this book survived on her just being a normal person.
1: Oh, All right. Uh, yeah.
0: So there's a whole different type of story from there. I
1: still, I can still read that because there's. A, oh yeah. I definitely read a, about a comic and a half worth of her being in that pocket universe with yeah. no memory, and then the past seems to push her to still do it again. Yeah. And Teddy, Teddy's the only one who remembers what happened. So he's trying to stop her and stuff. And, right. And hey, you could see her, like, family life and all that. For some yeah, and it, it
0: was um, it was a really, it's been a really great book. I, I'm glad they're keeping it after Secret Empire because a, a lot of books are dropping off. A lot of books are going back to renumbering. Oh, uh, of yeah. course, this is a brand new character-ish, you know. It's only a year old. So it's her being a brand new character and surviving to the now legacy overhaul at Marvel. That says something. That means she's selling books. So. She yeah.
1: She's your unorthodox hero slash future possible villain.
0: Yeah. It's it's wild. Yeah. It's, it's really, a fourth cool. wall, really fourth fourth
1: cool. wall wild ride. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> so okay. So what do, uh what do we got here? Uh, the yeah. next one I did
1: was Titans number fourteen, and it's called the Tempest Vow. Meet Trident. Evil comes in threes, you know. So uh, yeah, we'll get into that in a second.
0: Letter on this one is Josh Reed. Josh Reed, nice. Remember that, you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like from my, from like my reading of Titans, I'm like that's pretty basic lettering. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty basic. Hey man, he um, takes time on these. He does a good job. Yeah, actually, uh But definitely. it's basic, but at least
1: it's that's good. That's a good place to be. Yeah, there's something new I haven't actually seen in uh, the last ones. And these are uh, Tempest telling the story, basically, uh, from the future. He's telling the story in the comic. So it has like, his little uh, square bubbles here. His narration. Yeah, his narration. It's all blue with, like, black stripes on it, like his costume.
0: Yeah. So that's a little new. Put yeah, little they do the a table. good job of uh, signifying who's narr. Because sometimes the books will jump around, like right. who's thinking and who's narrating oh, yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah, they do. a uh, I, I do remember a couple in uh, the Lazarus Contract too.
1: I'm not gonna tell you exactly how it starts off because it starts with them in a battle, goes back like a few hours, goes back yeah, to the battle. It's goes one of those back stories, hours. Yeah, Yeah. So we're just gonna start with uh this part, Dick Grayson gets them all back to Titans Tower after they found out that they've been had. The Hive, I think last yeah. one I was reading, they were the at hive, a hive facility, yeah,
0: where they were trying to. Uh, <coughs> I think they were trying to find Bumblebee's uh, memory, Ingram, and it had already been moved. Yeah. And the only way that could be
1: possible is if one of them snitched. One of them is you know working against the team. And Omen, she already was told by Simon that this was going to happen at some point. So they get back to Titans Tower. And Dick Grayson, he says, you know, let's just use this machine that I have uh, called, uh, or no, he doesn't say the name of the machine, but he borrowed it from Spiral, which is a covert operation uh, agency that he worked at before.
0: This was back during um, when he dropped the Nightwing title, and uh, there was a book called Grayson. Where's oh, okay. this him and his, like, secret agent dealings with this group called Spiral. I can't remember, like, Odom could tell you exactly why he, he was uh, involved with them. I, I can't remember, but... Gotta work somehow. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gotta get a job. No, can't be can't be Nightwing,
0: Nightwing all day. <laughs> can't just keep moonlighting as Nightwing. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a pretty sweet piece of ass in it, but, you know, like, not much of a paycheck. <laughs> right. Actually, no, that fucker's funded by Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> fucking, yeah, he must have been screwed into it.
1: I like I like definitely looking at all kinds of uh I guess Batman lore, like even the Batman movie or I mean the Lego Batman movie, where yeah, they're talking yeah, yeah. about Dick Grayson being his adopted son <laughs> and he's like, Holy crap, I have two dads, Bruce Wayne and
0: Batman it's, it's great. And yeah, he he plays on that too for a while. I was like, Yes. <laughs> uh Bruce said it's alright if I take control of this one. Yeah. Yeah. It's hilarious, yes. but um,
1: he gets them uh, back to the tower and they start using the machine, and it's gonna take a whole day to scan them and figure out who has some sort of um, how do they put it, a conditioning? I don't know what they call, it. but it sees it, he can see if uh, any of their minds have been altered or if they've you know said anything. If they're gonna be the snitch, yeah, but it's gonna take all day to scan them. In the meantime, Tempest's getting mad, I guess, and he's like, you know, if we're gonna be here all day, let's order a pizza. And uh, that's what he says. This whole story's based, like, started from, is from uh, ordering a pizza. As soon as they get the pizza, Tempest takes a bite, and he's like, telling everybody, "Spit it out! It's poison!" <laughs> you know, he says it's been a uh, poison with stagfish venom, a rare Atlantean toxin. And they're like, "How can you tell?" And he's like, "Just spit it out! I know." You know, none of you guys are gonna know fuck this. you how? <laughs> <out. laughs> right? And uh, so they're like, "Well, we're gonna have to leave uh, Titan Tower." You know, to go investigate this, because they were all in lockdown to find out who's the snitch first. Yeah,
0: and, and I, I read those book too. They could have just fucking stayed in the tower until that was oh. over. True. True. Well, no, never mind. Because uh, all the pizza's supposed to be. Yeah. Because it wasn't. Uh, oh yeah. I, I was thinking of it as the, like just their pizza. Like it was an attempt to kill the Titan. You would think but, though, like yeah. that they knew it was going there or something. Yeah, but uh, but no, yeah, it was all the pizza. So like, yeah, they it. Never mind. Stopping them from, you know,
1: poisoning, yeah, the whole yeah. town and all that. So they go down to, uh, I think it's called uh, Fish Pizza or whatever. They go down to Fish, oh, Pizza Fish. That's what yeah. it is. And, Stupid um, fucking name. <laughs> yeah, it really is. They get there and the Trident Three are trying to poison the population. And Trident Three are these, like, three crustaceans slash lobster, or not, I mean, that's the same thing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You know, like fish looking people. They're from his old uh, college, I suppose. Like I haven't. Yeah, read it, it.
0: It, like basically his Atlantean magic school. His yeah. like Atlantean Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> where they're from,
1: and uh, so they're there trying to poison the population. But as soon as uh, Tempest and his crew roll up, you know, they're like, "Oh, Tempest, we love you. We're we're obsessed with you." Yeah, they get really crazy about it, even though they're trying to kill the Titans at this point. Like, yeah, they bust in, so they're going to try to kill them, but they still love Garth. Tempest, you know. yeah, they're trying to talk him like, come on,
0: bitch. <laughs> right?
1: This starts the big battle that's bounced back between uh, all the you know, at the beginning of the comic, and middle, and the end. But at the same time, while they're having this battle with the uh, Trident 3, Flash and Red Arrow getting a fight over Donna Troy.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a whole Dick
1: Grayson is talking to um, Tempest about his feelings for Omen. And it's, it's they still have this whole drama going on about who's you know, who likes who. Yeah, and Donna uh, Troy, she's just like I'm
0: not gonna have any of this, so neither one of you guys can have me, basically. I love that uh, this panel too, where she picks them, because Donna Troy's a. Uh, if you don't know, she's an Amazon. Yeah, like, actually, is, she used to be Wonder Girl. She, yeah.
1: yeah, she was actually a clone of Wonder Woman at one point. Yeah, and sent to her as like, um, uh, like a friend, like a friend to play yeah. with.
0: Uh, and, and so she, she's got this panel where, uh, she breaks up the fight between Wally West and, and Red Hulk or Red Arrow. Red Arrow. Uh, no, he's called Arsenal now. Roy. Oh, yeah. Arsenal. Yeah. Okay. Roy. Uh, yeah. Roy. That's right. Anyway, she, she's picked them both up and like flashes in mid, like, cause he's got he, you could tell he was running when she grabbed him. On. Yeah. So he's in mid run. Like her fucking arms are all flexed and shit. She's, uh, like, she's, she's, like stop this. Yeah, yeah, I
1: was like, "Oh, that's so fucking cool." She says, "I don't need this <laughs> crap," and throws them both to each side of the room too. Yeah, she chucks them like they're nothing. She can take them down, no problem, dude. She's a tough bitch. <laughs> yeah, so uh, like in the middle of all that fighting, there's still all that drama going on. But uh, in the end, Tempest uses uh, a powerful magic attack. He's like, "I didn't want to have to use this because it brings up too many memories of like someone he lost at one point." So, but he still uses the magic and kills the trident three and then he's like let's go home and they're all like what the hell was that and you know nobody really gets to question about it because he's just like let's get out of here let's yeah. go figure out who the snitch Some is one of those
0: things like he's he's been pretty pretty clear about the fact that he doesn't want to fucking do it yeah and so why would he want to talk yeah they're having the yeah. whole
1: battle for like a long time before he's like fine i'll just do this one thing and you know
0: take oh, care yeah. of it all and so it's, it's a whole one page spread it's fucking beautiful he says, but I don't won't. want to
1: do it, but I must. And Blow
0: blows the, the shit out of yeah.
1: yeah, they're done for. And actually, they turned back into regular lanterns after that, so I assume they were using some magic, too, to make themselves look like that. But they get back to Titan Tower. They're all sitting in the room, still waiting on lab results from the uh, Spiral technology. Dick Grayson realizes that Omens disappeared. She's not there. But she went to go talk to Simon again, which ba- he basically tells us it's the same thing. Same thing's gonna happen, and he insists that the person who's gonna betray them all is her. I'm pretty sure because, in his like his uh projection of the idea, it was like a big scary version of her, yeah. In the panel at the same time, Malcolm and Duncan, uh, oh, Malcolm Duncan and Nark is that his name? G N A R R K, yeah, Nark, yeah, Malcolm Duncan and Nark uh crash a high field station looking for data on Bumblebee's memories. Because uh, they're still looking for him. That's his wife, I guess. So I haven't really read a uh, whole lot of it. She doesn't remember him. Or I'm thinking they have a kid together, too. And then it goes back to the Titans. And um, I don't want to give too much away. But uh, they're all asking, like, hey, what you know? what's going on in there? Because Dick Grayson's in the room by himself checking the machine. It's going down the list. It says that uh, all of them have been scanned. It finally reveals. <clears throat> yeah, it says, yeah. Evidence of yeah. clandestine collision detected. Subject, dot, dot, dot.
0: You're gonna have, have to, to read, read Titans yeah, number 14. Right? I gotta say this about the Titans book. Since we're both reading it, like I'll, I'll talk to you after the podcast about whether I'm gonna drop it or not. All right. But <laughs> it's... <laughs> yeah, uh, it's I'm getting to... Uh, I don't like the... The low, uh, the the people are hooking up and, oh, and it yeah. causes fights in the middle of battle. like, fuck, guys, you've been like teammates for really long time. Like this is this is really adolescent shit. Like this is a why I wanted to read Titans. Yeah. So it just seems so fucking stupid in the middle of battle. We see and the like on paper the idea of Arsenal versus fucking Flash Wally West, fucking cool. I'd love to see that, but I don't want to fucking see it in the middle of the battle. Over Donna Troy, you know? Yeah, they could spark it up some other way. Like, yeah, uh, and then even, and then uh, fucking, I, I couldn't care less about uh, Garth and and Lilith.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Omen. Um, to be honest, though, I do think that may just be a diversion for who is going to. Uh... Betray the Titans.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, I mean, no, these characters do have. They all like, start
1: fighting, but it's all over, like, relationships.
0: Yeah, exactly. But someone's gonna and, really and, screw them over. And of someone. course, tensions are high because, of like, you know, you've got a good enough catalyst there with someone's gonna fucking screw over the Titans. Like, there are other ways to, they to all plant have seeds of doubt, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah there's so. better ways. Uh,
0: the, the book could be better. It's not terrible. Like uh, like I said, there are there are good things in there, like the whole fucking Don Troy part and yeah. all that. And uh, well, contract is awesome. And then it just seems
1: like it's yeah, all about the. It's nice
0: finding out a bit about Tempest's background and shit. So, yeah. Because uh, yeah, I don't you know much it. about that character. Me neither. Uh, okay, you said you brought your guitar, right? Oh no! But you I did bring just start my guitar. goddammit! it! I did start
1: working on the uh, the song then.
0: Yeah. Oh cool! All right, guys. So that's gonna do it for comics for us uh, this episode. That leaves us with our next segment which is Phone Booth News. Travis has uh, yet forgotten to bring his guitar oh, again. Just be like, so. who's ready
1: for the news?
0: Phone Booth News! <laughs> <laughs> yes, guys, this is Phone Booth News, where we try to give you the news faster than Deadpool can change his clothes and save the day. That basically means we have three minutes, 45 seconds to give you this news. Now, does that mean I'm going to stop at that time? No, it's just kind of a little game for us, a goal to uh, to speed up this this news segment. So as soon as you're ready and go in what is awesome news uh harley quinn themed thrill ride spin sanity is coming in 2018 to six flags over texas it is a futuristic triple box design seating 24 with floorless over-the-shoulder harnesses and the gondola will spin on three separate axes. Uh, allowing for forward, backwards, and sideways movement at the same time. That's insane. Yeah, it looks looks (laughs) gnarly too. In video game news, Dark Horse Comics mainstay Hellboy has been announced for Injustice 2's upcoming Fighter Pack 2 DLC, which will be available to anyone who bought the Ultimate Edition as well. It looks super cool. Packed with this is also Mortal Kombat's Raiden and Aquaman's villain Black Manta, whose uh, footage is out now. So The gameplay footage for Black Manta is out now. In movie news, Chris McKenna and Eric Summers are returning to write the Homecoming sequel. And uh, so far there's no story uh, plans out there yet. But, I mean, hey, look at how great they did with the first one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I trust this completely. Uh, a sneak peek is out for animated uh, the animated series of that. Uh, For for the animated movie, Gotham by Gaslight, uh, filmed on uh, Mr. Marble's YouTube channel. You should check this out before it's taken down. But if you don't know, Gotham by Gaslight is an Elseworlds story uh, set in the past where Batman tries to catch Jack uh, Jack the Ripper. In TV news, Laszlo Valentine, a.k.a. Professor Pig, has been cast for Gotham Season 4. He's played by Michael Cerveris. And uh, who you might know from The Fringe, The Good Wife, and most recently The Tick on Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. And other characters announced for the season are Scarecrow, Sophia Falcone, and Solomon Grundy. Mm. Another uh, thing in TV news, which is uh, the upcoming DC streaming service uh, exclusive show Titans from executive producer Greg Berlanti, who's responsible for Smallville and Arrow and Flash and all that great shit. Uh, has cast their Dick Grayson in Pirates of the Caribbean's Dead Man Tell No Tales. <laughs> Breton Th- uh, Thwaites. He was that... also uh,
1: the main character in The Giver.
0: Oh, okay, I did not know that. He's he's relatively new. Uh, and also cast is Anna Diop uh, from 24 Legacy and a 13 year old uh, Tegan Croft as Raven. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> Anna is uh, Starfire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Also coming out is an versus The Valiant Universe, and the first trailer is out from that. This is from Bat in the Sun Productions, uh, who give you superpower beatdown and Vali- uh, Valiant Entertainment, so it's legit. This stars Michael Rowe, who is Deadshot in the uh as an in-jack, Derek Feller, Baby Daddy uh, as Exo Manowar, Jason David Frank, who you gotta know from the Power Rangers, as mm-hmm. Bloodshot. John Hannigan, a former WWE Intercontinental Champion and uh, just so many other shit on his IMDB credits as the Eternal Warrior <laughs> and, and just so many more. It's a very legit show. I don't know where it's coming out. I'm, I'm going to go go ahead and say YouTube, but uh, I couldn't tell you. It wasn't in the article, so... <laughs> in comics news Scott Snyder is actually donating his entire paycheck from Dark Knights medal number no. two to the Red Cross for Hurricane Harvey relief efforts uh, this is not the first time he's been charitable like this hopefully it won't be the last because we, we've got another hurricane on the on the rise so Jack Kirby uh, a comic book legend in art writing and so much more is being celebrated right now in honor of what would have been his uh, 100th birthday On August 28th, Uh, DC's been releasing a variety of one-shots that homage Kirby's style. Uh, Many shops have been donating their profits from August 28th to the Hero Initiative. And uh, there's actually a great article from birthmoviesdeath.com that I'm going to link below so you can check that out. Uh, And that is going to do it for our phone booth news. How do we do
1: that guy died a uh, minute and 13
0: <laughs> oh, seconds shit. ago. Yeah, uh, so, so we came in at four minutes and 13 seconds there. Uh, we, we can't win them all. We, we got it our first time out with that but Can't save everybody. Yeah. So, anyways, going from comic book news to more comic book news, uh, another book I'm going to be adding to my pool here soon, Punisher, is getting kind of a bit of a facelift here. It was unveiled with the first round of the covers for Marvel's various legacy series and renumbering books and stuff. And it was announced with the uh, the title Punisher number 218, The Punisher War Machine. And on this cover is this badass picture of the Punisher in War Machine's armor. War Machine, that he is. (laughs) And he is among so very many bodies.
1: And of course it's painted black with the uh, classic Punisher skull right
0: across the chest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the synopsis for this thing is: For years, Frank Castle has been fighting a one-man war against criminals who endanger the innocent. But when a certain one-eyed operative offers him the tools to take his fight global, how could he say no? So uh, this uh, this is uh, this is our lead into this, which is uh, Punisher as War Machine. Now, the the really cool thing about this is the War Machine is kind of an extension of uh, Iron Man. Iron Man works on his own, but War Machine basically works for the government. The in government a lot yeah. of yeah. In a lot of uh, senses. Sometimes working on his own as well, and for Iron Man's interests, but essentially working for America's interests. This has given him somewhat of a, a moral code to the way he does things, and of course he's given commands as well. But generally, Iron Man doesn't kill. or uh, I, Well, obviously Iron Man, but uh, War Machine doesn't kill. Um, I mean he has, but he doesn't. Yeah. Frank Castle is no stranger to killing yes. him. all kinds so of people. Basically what they're what they're doing here is they're taking a murderous vigilante and they're handing him a flying suit of armor made of guns. Right. So.
1: Even in uh, Marvel Zombies versus Army of Darkness, amongst all the everybody turning into zombies, all the supers are zombies and they're killing all the civilians. Yeah. So the, the super zombies are still reigning supreme. Frank Castle, still being human, takes the time to go visit.
0: For real. It's a fucking firework, huh? Holy shit, they're doing a whole fucking show right now. Enjoy the fucking show, you guys. For real. It
1: couldn't really look that good during the live. We
0: moved to the goddamn kitchen this shit because of this there's shit fireworks in here that's So our neighbors are fucking setting up fireworks in the background god <laughs> damn alright Frank Castle <laughs> takes
1: the time to visit uh, Kingpin in the middle of all this and he's telling Nash Williams he's like I understand there's zombies everywhere but there's stuff I gotta take care of walks straight up to Kingpin shoots him shoots his bodyguards, and yeah. he's like now nah, I'll help you with whatever you want because he's Mainly about
0: getting his revenge. Yeah, um, well, I mean, okay, he got, like, technically he got his revenge, and that's the thing about The Punisher. The Punisher is technically not Frank Castle. He doesn't recognize himself as Frank Castle. Oh. Uh, yeah, The Punisher is a separate entity born out of the tragedy that happened to Frank Castle. Like, PTS or something? Uh, you mean PTSD? Yeah, same thing. Um... (laughs) I don't well, know. It. <laughs> uh, there's um, there was a something I read recently. And I can't I can't remember exactly. Um, actually, it might have been in Secret Empire because he says that he's always been this way. That he was never not this way. Frank Castle was an illusion. He let himself live in for oh. a while, but this has he has always been the Punisher. Oh. Something like that. So that that's always been the interesting thing about the Punisher is that he is the one man war machine on on crime. Uh, he's you know, he's. Gonna kill it. His goal is to fucking kill crime. <laughs> so he should, should be putting that on the books. Trying to kill crime. <laughs> Shut up, crime! <laughs> yeah. uh, that, if you know that, that's a reference to a movie called Super, starring Rain Wilson, and it's which it, was it, also it, directed by
1: yeah. uh, James Gunn, wasn't it?
0: Yes. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so so now we've got Frank Castle uh shit i forgot what my fucking They hand him a <laughs> suit of armor yeah well, well no there was um, there was something that i was gonna say bouncing off of what you were just saying uh but yeah to, to elaborate on on the the thing that we were saying about ash versus uh marvel zombies yeah uh there's this part in uh end of days like leading up to uh, Secret Wars because basically all the the m- multiverses were crashing into each other. all Marvel's the Zombies Earths... is still there. Well, no, 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 no. Uh, all the different Earths were crashing into each other and shit. And Earth six one six, which is the main Marvel universe that we all know and love, was coming close to uh, to this. So Frank, having just finished what he was supposed to be doing, has now like he's gonna kill as many fucking people as possible. Like gloves are off because the world's about to end yeah he's like he wants so many people to die beforehand and there's this part where he walks the last thing he does is he walks into the super villain bar like and we're talking like i mean the sandman's in there so that gives you a gravity of the idea of the superpowers just in this room he fucking kills them all but he's real fucked up and he's like barely walking out of there and it's like i think he's in the desert and uh he falls down and he finally falls asleep and then that's when you see like the fucking like burn from the world's colliding like coming and then flash of white and then the book's over like yeah so he's always been that kind of guy so yeah they're like i feel like faced with a zombie apocalypse yeah he'd be like I got shit to do. <laughs> like yeah, no rules now. <laughs> Basically, the end of the world. Zaga's no rules now. Fuck yeah, because yeah, he kills, but there are rules. There are ways he has to do it. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, so I got. I got, I can only anticipate what this means. Like who? Who's gonna die in the Marvel universe?
1: Because <laughs> he's gonna go ham with this. Oh yeah, because
0: I mean, we're losing some villains from this. Like if they do it right, we're losing some villains. And this is uh this is getting a new team from who's been writing Punisher, which is why I stopped reading Punisher. I didn't really like Becky Cloonan. It started out all right enough, and then it felt like kind of a a parody of the Punisher, oh, yeah. and I hated the the fucking artwork entirely. But uh, this new team is from writer Matthew Rosenberg and artist uh, Guy Baliano uh, by uh, Valiano, the Va. Va. <laughs> Yeah, we'll yeah, let's let's do that. Anyways, I brought up some of his artwork here and uh it looks good. Oh, he did Conan the Advent or The Avenger.
1: Yeah,
0: Weird Detective is in there. Twilight. He's got, Zone. Some, he's got some um
1: He even did a Slayer comic book. That's awesome. He's
0: got this little uh portrait of um the Hulk fighting Wolverine. Wolverine's on his on his shoulders. He's got his like claws stabbed into Wolver or uh, Hulk's head. Yeah, just all of these, all of these various panels and covers and stuff that he's done. I dig this artwork. This is perfect Punisher artwork. So I've got high hopes for this. Uh, I've never read anything from the writer, so I couldn't tell you, but I've I've heard good things about him. So I I've got some uh, some high hopes. So what do you what do you hope to see from a book like this? There's probably gonna be a lot of gore,
1: and I'd say the artwork's probably if they gonna do, be do a good it cool.
0: right. Yeah, there, there's yeah. got to be some gore. I'd say the com uh,
1: the artwork's gonna be awesome.
0: He's got two mini mini guns, on his shoulders <laughs> like he's like tearing through people. <laughs> like, shit. Yeah, I'd say
1: uh, yeah. If he's definitely gonna be tearing down some villains, that means his storyline is definitely gonna be moving on to something bigger. I think you know he's gonna yeah. be moving on to something with this new suit. He's
0: gonna have bigger potential. I don't know exactly. What, I have no
1: idea what right.
0: to expect though. Yeah, that that's my thing. Like I don't I don't know where this goes. Like cuz obviously they're talking about uh, Nick Fury, as the one who ends up giving him the suit. And I I also feel like because this is Rhodey's armor, that this is going to cause problems with Tony Stark who's an AI oh, yeah. right now. And yeah. this will probably also cause problems with one of the most powerful people in the Marvel universe. Uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah, he's probably going to be dating uh, War Machine. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, he's probably going to be going up against some heroes. Yeah, I
0: think. Um, because and I don't, I don't know if you know this though, but uh, Rhodey is dead. James Rhodes, I War Machine, is dead. Yeah, he died um, at the beginning of uh, Civil War Two, which is why I think this would cause problems. His essentially Civil War Two is based out of unreasonable emotions caused by tragedy that both happened between Captain Marvel and iron man and they just so happen to have this this uh middle of the road reason for disagreeing that gives them an excuse to take the fight to one and, uh, one another because they don't they have different viewpoints on it because you know iron man lost his best friend uh captain marvel lost the love of her life so now frank's running around fucking war machine to harbor <laughs> As soon as this gets to these characters, I I can't imagine like them not being a part of this book. Trying to hook up with Captain Marvel, like I'm back, baby, (laughs) it's It's me. (laughs) me. I'm more machine. (laughs) I'm more machine. I had a little pigment change, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) but yeah, no, I I I don't know what to expect from it either. I just know that uh, it looks cool. It's it's getting me to read Punisher again, so that's good enough. Uh, we're going to take this out on a little bit of sad news. Again, Like, I, I feel like every episode now we're doing like the last story we do someone died. Toby Hopper uh, died recently on August 26th of natural causes at the age of 74. If you don't know who Mr. Hopper is, he's the director of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the Salem's Lot TV movie, Poltergeist, uh, the remake of Invaders from Mars, and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 2, among many other things. Most, yeah. uh, the most notably recently would have been uh, Jin. Uh, two thousand thirteen. Yeah, I think it was two thousand thirteen. He did that.
1: Yeah, I was so surprised uh, when I was reading about that. I was, uh, like, you know, it kind of seemed like there was a giant gap, and then he's like, bam, hitting the yeah. horror genre again in twenty thirteen. Yeah. And I, I haven't seen that myself though.
0: Now, while I can't necessarily like, I like, I want to give him like all these like. Uh he was influential and like he changed the game and shit. But no, he wasn't so much that as much as just he he made his mark. Um, he made a cult
1: classic. He has
0: a. Sure. I wouldn't call him a legend, but I'd say he has a legacy. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. If you if you've never seen the original movie, it is it's disturbing. Yeah. It's uh, the way it was shot, uh, which I believe was a very low budget. I think a budget of like three hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Very low budget shot movie based very loosely on a on a real story. It was uh, based on Ed Gein. Edward uh, Edward Gein, yeah, Gein Gein, Gein. yeah, something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, it's just visually stunning, and I don't mean that in the normal way someone would say. I mean like some of the visuals in this movie will stun you with like holy shit, (laughs) oh my god, that's that's fucked up. (laughs) <laughs> and uh then movies like poltergeist which are suspensefully horrifying playing on uh making you comfort uh, comfortable at points and then by the end all the shit's just hitting the fan you oh, know? Yeah. It, he he was effective. it's just sad that um he never really had those hits like the these two movies alone uh chainsaw massacre and uh, and poltergeist would have made you thought that he'd have a long-spanning career of defining the genre and like changing things here and changing things there especially since since he started out so early like he only had two two films before texas chainsaw massacre oh yeah but at least he was influential in a way that movies like texas chainsaw massacre were influential to people who would go on to to have very long-spanning careers and and people uh, have remade it and everything become legends themselves and stuff so in that way he's a legend he inspired the legends so yeah um, I, was, of...
1: I was looking at something because um i was pretty sure i heard something about sam Raimi and bruce campbell having part in uh oh no it's a uh, 2015 Folder guys i'm thinking of no oh, okay mind. Yeah. yeah never mind <laughs> i'll bring up any moment you know anytime bruce campbell's involved he, uh, that guy also, uh, Hopper, uh, he yep. did, a uh, Billy Idol, uh, music video as yeah, well. Yeah,
0: Dancing with Myself, that was him.
1: Yeah, he did, uh, that's pretty neat, I think. Yeah. Just, it just, I think, uh, broadened his, uh, you know, variety of artwork, I'd say. Like, you know, he goes from, you know, doing his crazy, gritty, right. uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and then Poltergeist got a Supernatural kind of feel. You know, then he goes to a music video. Yeah, you know, right. That's pretty neat.
0: Yeah, so for those of you who do believe in the supernatural, believe in life, uh, life after death, and ghosts and stuff like that, rest assured that Toby Hopper, while no longer a part of the living world, does get to go on haunting us in another one. So, yeah, true. with that, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up, guys. Uh, there's a new serious shit out uh, called "It Got Weird" that we, that went out last <laughs> week. Uh, we get a little. We get a little after dark with it, get a little, little steaming with our discussion. Put the kids to bed for put that the, one. Yeah, put the kids to bed for that one. Dimmed you know. the lights. Don't let Grandma and Grandpa listen to this serious shit.
1: Don't bring this serious shit home to your mother, that's
0: for sure. <laughs> uh, there's another uh, sort of my update up right now, too, because uh, I got with Bob Collins, Mr. Boba Fett, and uh, he weighed in on his opinion about the Defenders and got attacked by a bee, so check that out. Uh, there's a new alphas unboxing up on the sort of my comics facebook page the the podcasts on youtube are up to episode 11 now and cool. um there is even uh, i've even finally put up our um it goes episode 10 uh just of the podcast and then i uploaded the uncut live stream that we did for episode oh, 10 yeah. so this is our first video podcast that's up on youtube I have, and then I also episode 11 seen is that up. one yeah but also coming to YouTube is our uh, our Commoners Commentary, our very first Commoners Commentary of the movie Hook. If you're not familiar with the show, basically what it is is we do a little intro, a little lead-in, and then we you know we tell you to get your movie ready because this is a commentary on the movie that spans the length of the movie. Especially. Just like uh, you know Dark Side of the War uh, Dark Side of the Moon and uh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah. As soon as uh, we tell you to or, press
1: play, you press
0: play. Or literally any audio commentary <laughs> on any DVD.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> I like my trippy
0: aspect better. But yeah, uh, so if you got a copy of Hook, go ahead and check that out. That's gonna be up this week. So yeah, guys, that's gonna do it for us. Don't forget to uh, again comment on this video. Tell us what you thought about what we talked about. If uh, you know, like this video, uh, no, <laughs> like this uh, heart, do all that. Swipe right. (laughs) Swipe right on this podcast. (laughs) Uh, My name is Vincent Herman, been the human. Travis Herman, Dr. Tino. And I think it's time to play the frightfully badass outro music.